Hi, and welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. I'm Vicki Baird, and I am an intuitive life and development coach, which means that I help you to identify, connect with, line up with your own uniqueness, your true self, remove some blocks, uh, get those things that are preventing you from being and living your most amazing life, whatever that is for you, and using my intuition, along with my vast years of coaching experience, it helps us to arrive in a place, and then it helps you to be able to hear your own voice much more efficiently, effectively, and often, as everyone seems to love in this day and age, faster. So this podcast is intended to help you demystify your own intuition, to learn about the tools that are available, and to actually start using it rather than talking about things. So many times people talk and talk and talk and talk, and part of my wiring and part of my personality is, okay, but where's the action? Have you done anything? Have you gotten off your chuchibumi and actually applied any of this? So I figured if I was handing out this information, maybe you could do that on your own time. And if you need help with it, you can contact me. I can do a session. We can do some coaching. You can take a class. All these things that are available to help us line up with who we truly are because I think that's what the soul, your soul wants from us, from you, from this whole human experience. So this episode is going to be about using some of the tools that are already available to us and helping you to dial in a little bit more of your own skills and, and natural wiring. So let's get started. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut It's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Well, thank you for joining me on this episode of what tools are available. And of course, this will be a snippet of what is available because there's so many out there and everybody's so different. And what we like and what we naturally line up with is going to be vast. And I love that. I love that the tools and the the skill sets that I have are going to be completely different from anybody who's coming in. There's a basis, there is a foundation or a scaffolding, so to speak, but we're all going to do it just a smidgen different. And that to me, that variety is just amazing. So this episode is going to be about one of the tools that I used when I got started and um, continue to use today and have taught many classes on and that or those (laughs) are oracle cards and they are a form of divination so by what that means to me is a focaling is that a word focaling we're gonna make it a word (laughs) focusing point 
or a way to get the energy if you can think of the center of the bowling alley, right? You want you don't want to zigzag all over the place to get that ball down the lane. You want to stay nice and centralized and then eventually learn how to put some spin and some twists and turns and all that kind of stuff on it. So oracle cards, I feel, are a way to bring your own knowing, your own intuition into focus, into navigation and even application so you can there are many other things people love pendulums there are which you can use any weighted object so you can use your keychain or a necklace as a pendulum you can use your body in one of the episodes we talked about using your body as a human pendulum I still use that on a almost daily basis you can use regular playing cards you can use runes um, you know, people have used tea leaves and I think all of these methods, no matter what you're utilizing are simply a message to your brain, your physical brain that we're going to use that intuitive part of us now. And this is going to help us get there much like a pen or pencil helps you get the idea down on paper, uh, or computer input or phone. They're all tools. And I wanted to talk about Oracle cards because, well, not only do I have about 30 decks of them, but also I have seen the difference in people when they have something in their hand. We're very tactile. And to have this be a method to knowing yourself greater is wonderful. So the Oracle cards came into my life someone gifted me a set and I will be honest I tossed them up on a shelf for about a year and thought aren't they cute and I was raising three kids working and volunteering I don't have time to flip through some cards so then one day I was dusting or cleaning which cleaning I would agree with dusting boggles my mind that I would do that but uh, it's just not my favorite it's right up there with mopping the floors just not my favorite the so I take down the cards and I started flipping through them and realized you know what this might be a nice thing to have for myself and a way to give myself a message every day that uh, of support and they were the fairy deck from Doreen Virtue's line of oracle cards and there are so many different decks out there that I can't even cover a fraction of them. I'm going to give you a couple suggestions in the second half of the show of the ones that have really beautiful energy. And I think that's important. Now, some people do tarot or tarot, depending on where your emphasis is. I have not learned them. Um, part of the reason is I felt a little limited by the potential of my own perception with them and just decided that it wasn't an avenue I wanted to go down. I have a couple decks that people have gifted me and I love the gift. I still haven't used them. So the oracle cards that were given to me, once I started meeting with them on a regular basis, I realized a lot of my own perceptions and what I was feeling, the cards were 
validating. Um, they were giving back to me what I felt in my gut and in my knowing that answered a question or direction or something along those lines. And then I thought, well, this is pretty cool. So I have an insatiable curiosity, which I'm very proud of. And I wanted to learn more and I wanted to understand it. And I do believe my guides were pushing me to start um, what I thought was playing around with the cards and to find some sort of grounding in them, something to believe in because so often we're floating and we're not necessarily connected to anything that grounds us and that I think is scary to our system. So the cards then, I got a couple other decks and I started sharing with my friends as we do and then started doing you know, my own version of a reading and soon word got out that I was doing this and that's where the business of Vicki Baird began um, for many years doing it for fun and I think development because as I've said before, there wasn't a great deal of this information available 18 years ago and I pretty much had to forge a path for myself, at least in my area. So the decks then became a mechanism of sharing what I thought was common sense. I thought it was, okay, this seems to be happening in your life. Um, the cards say you could do this and why not try this? And let's see where you go with that. Lots of this and that. <laughs> and then eventually what happened is <laughs> I was traveling to people's homes. I was doing group sessions. I was doing, you know, a bunch of people would get together and I would do back-to-back 20-minute -back readings. And then I realized I wasn't flipping the cards over. I was pulling the cards, but I wasn't flipping them over. I had developed a way of reading that I didn't need them. And I know that they helped fine-tune me. They gave me something to believe in when I didn't believe in my own intuition. And that's the gift I see when I'm teaching a class. I love the look on somebody's face when they receive guidance and when they, like people often use the phrase, I hit the nail on the head. And I love that when other people get to experience it. So... The cards themselves are acting as an extension of your energy field. They are an additional antenna, if you will. And what they're doing is they're helping you to listen to you. And that is fantastic. And I love that we have so many available to us, at least here in the States, and that they are very reasonably priced. Often they're around $15, but you can find them on hayhouse.com, um, Amazon, on some of the, sometimes in the local bookstores and stuff, they'll carry them or your local metaphysical shop. You can find them for very reasonable price and it's a good investment. So why use them? Well, because they, again, help you to connect to yourself. And most of the decks have messages right on the cards. They're 40 to 50 cards most of the time. And they have messages right on the cards that will say, 
get outside and go for a walk. Uh, your clarity is, is blocked because you're not moving. Or things that we know, but we don't necessarily listen to. And there will be things, some of the decks will have, your angels want you to know this. Or um, Gabrielle Bernstein's The Universe Has Your Back, you know, it helps you to feel supported in whatever endeavor you're taking on and use them as a guidance, not the end all and be all. And it will help you in your meditative practice. It will help you in prayer. It Divination, you know, that's divining and meeting up with the divine that is in you. And I feel like that they are a great mechanism of communication and enhancing your own communication with the energy that is available in the universe. And they're a fantastic door opener to your own intuitive sense. Do you feel the answer before you flip the card over? Do you know, you know, it's the clear essence uh, clairsentient, clairvoyant, it'll help you fine tune what your own intuitive primary ability, we have them all. It's a matter of allowing them to come out and to speak to us. So I found the cards to be a place of permission, a place for me to acknowledge that, whoa, there is something else happening here because what would occur as I'm doing these uh, flipping of the cards over in the beginning is, you know, even close friends would say to me, I never told you that. I didn't say, you know, didn't talk of that pain or, and that's my particular genre. I'm very good at acknowledging and seeing where there has been trauma or pain and helping to release that, to alleviate it. So that's my um, (laughs) niche. That's what I love helping people to let go of. So for me, the cards helped me to get to that place where I would be willing to say, so when you were 12 years old and this event happened, your your system got a little stuck and do you want to move that do you want to not react as an adult in the same way that your 12 year old was reacting so and i've built on that over the years the cards open that door to allow me to trust that there was way more information flying around than i was aware of so i'm going to take a little break now as I typically do in the middle, so you can stretch, you can get a drink and use the facilities. And then we'll come back and I'll give you more information in particular. And then how to do a a, a simple reading. I'm not going to go into detail the same way I would in a class because there's just not enough time in one episode. So thank you and I'll see you in a little bit. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app. 
and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickibaird.com booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicki's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com slash booking. Thanks for listening. So welcome back. And thank you for listening and thank you for um, all the feedback I'm getting on the jingle. That has been a lot of fun because... I'll be honest, part of the time, I'm like, this is the best jingle ever. I love this. And other part, I'm like, is this too bouncy? And I just love the fact that people are sending me unsolicited, love the jingle. I sing sing it often to myself, and it just makes my heart sing. So I really appreciate that. And, And the comments and the support of this podcast has been very humbling, heartwarming. Uh, It's absolutely helped me to feel my community and to feel that this is work that helps people. And I believe that's what I'm here for. So I'm grateful. So let's get to the, the decks. I have in front of me now five different decks and they're a combination of, like I said, Gabrielle Bernstein's The Universe Has Your Back, which is about support and manifesting and creating what it is you'd like to be or how you'd like to be. I don't really like the what we'd like to be, the how we'd like to be. And then I have Denise Lynn's Sacred Traveler Oracle Cards. They help me when I'm feeling a little um, stymied about my direction and spiritual transformation. And what am I working on next? Because there's always something that we can learn and expand on. So that deck helps me to do that. Messages from your angels. Doreen Virtue has been my favorite deck for 16, 17 years. I think I've given it away probably 50 times. I often have to reorder it because I simply love the cards. I love the um, at how it helps you to dial in and have a much more accurate reading. And I like that there's a little snippet of the card Uh, the message on each card. Every deck comes with a book and how to do it. And that's also why I don't need to go into great detail here because you can read the book. 
And it's a, a, a guidebook that is included to help you understand how to do a reading, um, how to use the cards and that kind of thing. So a newer deck that I've been using is the Angel Dreams Oracle Card by Doreen Virtue and Melissa Virtue. They're stunning. They're absolutely stunning. And I'm not a big dreamer. I think I tell the spirit world, you have me all day long when I'm sleeping, just let me be. And I know I'm dreaming because that's the human process. I don't often recall what I'm dreaming. And I have found these cards to help me to set an intention if I'm working through something that my subconscious can give me the message while I'm sleeping. Uh, and I also have used them simply because they're so stunning. And I do like the majority of um, Doreen Virtue's cards. She and Hay House have a nice collaboration. And uh, so there's every level that you could possibly come up with. There's also some beautiful new artists that are out there. And eventually I will have my own deck out for the fun of it. Um, and to help people, I hope to connect to your own uniqueness, which just, again, makes this world a pretty fascinating place to be in. And then I also have in front of me Denise Lynn's Native Spirit Oracle cards. I like the the nature-oriented ones. Stephen Farmer has a, a beautiful um, uh, sp spirit animal book it's, uh, deck. It's called Earth Magic or something along those lines. I know it has the word earth in it. The artwork in that is stunning, absolutely stunning. So these decks, when you receive them, again, 40 to 50 cards in each, they, each card has a message. Each card has something on it that mm, directs you. And what you would want to do initially is become quiet, take a couple breaths, and ask your question. It, you don't have to ask it out loud. You can ask it in your head. And because energy is red, it does not need to be verbalized. So you can open up the energy field to receiving the guidance while you're holding the cards. Now, I suggest each time you get a deck that you sit there, you go through the cards, you feel each one, you read each one because you want to establish a relationship with it. And I also highly suggest that you clear the cards because from manufacturing straight through putting it on the shelf to the person who checked you out, their energy is on it and you want to clear that. And you can put a crystal on top of it and let the crystal absorb it. You can knock on the deck to break up energy. I ask Archangel Michael to remove any cords and, and it, any energy that is associated with the deck every time I use it. You want to do this every time you use it. Because if you don't, you're going to get the remnants of the previous reading. And... I'm someone that does not mind if anybody touches my cards. You can look at my cards. I, You could play with them when you're here. I actually leave some of them out. So when people are here, if they want to, um, or rather when they're in my house, not here in the studio. <laughs> um, although we could have a party. That would be fun. Uh, but 
I like that people look through them and that they are introduced to them if they've not seen them before, or they use them if they have seen them. But each time you sit down with your cards, get in the habit of clearing them just in case you didn't clear them when you finished your reading. So this, if you set it a practice at the beginning, you'll know that you have clean cards. Otherwise, what will happen is you'll keep pulling the same cards over and over again because it's still reading the previous session. And when you clear them, if you get those cards over and over again, that will affirm that this is a big cosmic two by four the universe is trying to whack you over the head with and you might want to pay attention. So by getting into that practice of clearing them each time, uh, it will ensure that you're getting a clean reading. It's like when I have five sessions in a day, people back to back, I always clear and remove cords and set the intention for the next person after the previous person has left because you don't want to be coming for a reading and have me reading the last person. It won't make sense to you and it won't be uh, worth the investment of the time with me if I'm reading, you know, my 10 o'clock and you're my two o'clock. So plus it's rude as a practitioner. You need to honor space for the person coming in. And this includes if you're a therapist, if you're a doctor, if you're a teacher, um, if you are a technician going into people's homes, whatever the method of you want to meet each situation clean. And it also clears off a bunch of gunk. So the first step will always be to ask for white light, to ask to be surrounded and to be have the reading be of the highest intention. And I say that whether it's a session for myself and I'm, I'm doing my own reading or if I'm working with someone else, I always say of the highest intention of all those involved because that's where you want to operate from. You want to use the white light because these are tools of divination. And that means that you are opening up your energy field and you want to be smart about this stuff and to not pick up riffraff energy or any kind of stuff that's floating around the house because it hasn't been smudged in ages. Remember what I said? At least once a month, get those homes smudged. So when you're using the cards, there's no wrong way double negative but you can't ask a, a, in a wrong way your heart will and your energy will project the message even if you can't come up with the words so sometimes people say to me I just don't know how to formulate the question and I say great then ask what would you like me to know that way you're stepping out of the way the guides the angels your soul self Ascended masters, you know, uh, big kahuna, God energy can all <laughs> contribute and give you the, the direction that helps you to make your 
next choices because the cards can't get up, walk around and do the work for you any more than I can follow you around and say, oh, wait, redirect your energy. Oh, wait a minute. You said you wanted this. What are you doing out of alignment? Because <laughs> I don't want to do that. I already raised my kids. I don't want to be there anymore. So we have, if you give yourself the message and you hear it loud and clear that these are tools and then you will do something with the tools. You will apply the hammer to the nail to the board um, rather than expecting the, the oracle cards to do it for you. You can't do this wrong um, if you've cleared. So there are so many different spreads you can do. I love the three spread. That's my favorite. So you're shuffling through the cards. I often suggest people shuffle until they can feel a resistance in their arms. And you will feel it if you're paying attention. And the first time you might be shuffling for five minutes and be like, that woman has lost her mind. Uh, my arm's going to get tired, but you'll have good biceps um, because you're using those muscles. But you will feel a resistance or you'll hear the word stop or you'll just know that it's time to stop shuffling. You gotta trust your own wiring a little bit here, folks. So when you hear that or feel that or know it, what you'll then do is, I like to fan the cards out, but again, there's so many different ways to do this. And you're gonna fan them out face down. You will be amazed that they all look the same, on the back of the card. But there will be cards that pop for you and they just seem brighter or you feel drawn to. And those are the ones you pull. And I like the three card spread because it's most recent past, what's going on now, and then, you know, potential future. And that's a great one for like a weekly pull of the cards. Um, uh, uh, tune in, you know, checking what's the energy of the day kind of thing. So you, then you'll flip them over one by one. And I like to feel the card out before I flip it. And then once I flip it, I close my eyes, I take a breath, I receive whatever direction is there. And then I go to the book. I still read the book. There's some amazing information in, in each of these, and they're so vastly different that you may pick up on something that you've read 10 times before and never saw the line in the wording, and that's because you're ready to see it then. So they really are pretty amazing. And hey, you can throw them in a pocketbook and um, take them around with you. There are some card apps. Uh, most of these decks of cards have an app for your phone too, I like the in-hand ones, but yeah, sometimes those app ones are kind of fun, work in the same way. So in receiving the message, it'll come in however it comes in. You might be a very practical person and whatever the card says, that's what you feel. I'm going to ask you to stretch a little bit always and to see if you can perceive anything beyond what the card meaning is. I would also suggest that you write these down. I cannot remember from one reading to the next <laughs> what card I've pulled. Now, I've gotten into the habit of leaving the cards I've pulled face up when I put the deck away. And that helps me to reflect back on what did I pull 
did it was it pertinent did it help because sometimes you'll pull these cards and they feel like or they seem like they don't make a damn bit of sense and then by the end of the day end of the week you're like oh that's what it was about because whatever was in your subconscious mind needed to be released and to opened up and that then um, to make it have it make sense so some people display their card if they pick one card a day they'll put it on uh, the the photo holders um, are a pretty good or a book um, display item is, is a good way to do the card uh, or just hey tape it up somewhere so the messages that you receive can be cryptic you know some of the cards only have a word on it and then you do go to the book and read it and there's more but sometimes it's nice to see what that word means for you and what is the expanded version by the end of the day week month um, the, again, it's to help you discern a path. It's not to tell you what to do. It doesn't take away choice. Nothing takes away choice. We always have choice in behavior in direction in how we're feeling, thinking, being, we always have choice. So, but it can really help you to create a direction for yourself. And I like the feeling of support because even if you have a, a good support network around you it can be lonely being human and especially our spiritual selves when they're expanding and going through things so it's a I feel like it's a way to get a hug from spirit reading for others that's up to you and the others again don't be a know-it-all we can't possibly know it all uh, we can see and some of us have tuned in to be able to see the possibility, even the probability. But that still requires that each person take action. And it still requires choice, like I said before. So if you're reading for others, if you and your friends are getting together and you're swapping, have fun. Oh my goodness, enjoy it. Have it be something that is touching, that's opening. It may increase the bond between you. Uh, but check your ego at the door and you know I love the ego I think it's amazing and yet there are still little corners of it aspects of it that can be challenging to to work with so you you are not an authority on anyone else no one is so if you're reading for someone else you better rein that in and ask to be guided in the messages you give because that's also fun for you it will help you you'll be surprised what you say um if whenever i've run into someone who's doing a reading or they're telling me that they've done a reading and they just um told the other person what to do and how to do it and i've been on the other end of this there have been times at expos i'll sit down at a table because i'm human i want a reading too and the person will just flat out tell me I have to do something. If someone tells you you have to do something as a result of a reading, uh, get up, thank them, use your manners, or simply say to yourself, no, I don't have to do anything in regards to my 
uh, direction of life that doesn't line up with me because that would be handing over power and you just don't want to do that. So when you, if you're reading for others or you're receiving a reading from others, keep that in mind and allow for some humor around the, the human condition that likes to know it all. Um, they, again, because they're used for direction and connection with self, it's perfectly fine to look for the evidence afterwards to validate that reading. Sometimes a frog's a frog. Sometimes there's no validation that happens. And sometimes it takes months, even a year for something to happen. I like to do a 12-month spread. And you don't have to do this in January. You can do it this the 1st of September. For, we're in the first week here. Or whenever you're listening to this, this is a perfectly good day to do a 12-month spread. But write them out because I guarantee you won't remember them. <laughs> so the... If you want validation of these, that's fine. You're, you're not being a nudge or discounting. You're looking for validation and maybe even permission to know things about yourself. That's fine. Like anything else in intuitive development, there's no magic wand. These are not the you know, take a pill, lose 40 pounds kind of thing. These are meant to be the helpers that, and the guidance that maybe you don't have in your life. Uh, maybe you don't have the mentors right now. Uh, but isn't that a great place? Like, I love podcasts for that reason. I listen to Trail Runner Nation. Um, I listen to Rachel Maddow. Um, uh, boy, I have Armchair Expert. Uh, there, oh, um, Optimal Living Daily is a wonderful podcast for little bits of guidance every day. And the more we look for these, the more we incorporate them into our lives, the less separated and lonely, I believe, we'll feel. And that's the beauty of technology. And that's why I'm so grateful that you're listening to this, because that means that I get to be invited into your world and though I may not know you um, I feel the resonance that comes off of this and I am there aren't words to describe how grateful I am and how much fun this is so this is a you know the brief intro to oracle cards I do have classes online that lead to this so the intuition your first sense the breakthrough class the second class where we activate is where we will get into all of these, doing readings, um, applying yourself in the most level of integrity that is absolutely possible because that's necessary too. You can't learn to be a reader in a weekend. I know there are workshops that promise that. You can learn to connect with your own wiring and you can then practice that and take it out into the world. But anything that suggests that you can do it as the drive-through method, be mindful of uh, because most of that is just looking for your payment. So I hope you'll check those out, the classes. There'll be more and more added. I look forward to 
meeting you and to hearing whatever feedback you'd like to give and check out the cards and give yourself that gift. Maybe that's something that you purchase as your self-care item of the month. And if you have any questions, you can contact me, any of the social media at Coach Vicki Baird uh, or info at VickiBaird.com. Thank you so much and happy reading. VickiBaird.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.